Yeah! Welcome to Two Exes and a Fucking Millennial. You know, should I keep saying fucking or should I start saying like flipping or fricking or... Keep, no. keep the fucking. Yeah. Might as well. Keep the fucking. I mean, I do have to, every time I upload, I have to hit the explicit thing because of it. <laughs> but it's fine. Can I just say one thing? Yeah, baby, just say it. Hey, Tara, you want some? This bitch empty. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. It's not going to stop. Well, if you see it right there in the title, you know it's not going to be safe for work. I mean, right. If you right. actually play this over your speakers at, in your office, knowing that's the title yeah. of our show, yeah. we have <laughs> all those, it's on you. <laughs> we have all those symbols in there that mean it's a bad word. You know what we're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> Don't make us coddle you. <laughs> I'm Chris. Heather. Sky. I am a Gen X. Gen X. Millennial? Yes, you're a millennial. You're a baby millennial. Yeah, you're a millennial. Okay. I mean, yes, zillennial, Gen Z, but you have the brain of a millennial, so you're our fucking millennial. That's right. Oh, I feel loved, guys. Aww. Today today we're going to be talking about, actually, something kind of serious, um, as shittily as it worked out for me, anyways. Uh, we're going to be talking about college and trade schools. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I don't even have my college education degree. That's okay. Yet. I don't have a degree. I mean, I went to college <laughs> for a few semesters, a semester, half a semester, but um, I I enrolled. We'll put it that way. <laughs> no, I did. I did have a plan. I went, but I didn't get very far at all. Let me guess. You went, and you're like, you know, I'm done with high school. I don't need to keep going to school. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> The way it worked out for me, okay, this would have been in the mid-90s whenever I graduated high school. And in the mid-90s, you had to go to college. Yeah. Basically, if uh, nope, you... Nope, there was no other option. There was not. If you didn't go to college, then your entire family was disappointed in you. They'd disown you. Your high school principal wouldn't talk to you ever again. <laughs> I mean, they I made mean... You... They made you feel like that was... They did. They mm -hmm. really did. And when you struggled, it was also just like, how can you struggle, you know? Right. And if you if you weren't getting good enough grades to get in college, it was, how are you ever going to get to college like this? And that's the guilt trip that they put on us. Mm -hmm. Did you mm -hmm. ever get that, Sky? Yeah. Did you get that guilt trip? Kind of. A little bit. In episode one, you <laughs> brought up a really, really cool thought process. You were talking about... Um, Okay, if you work this hard, then multiple doors mm -hmm. open for you. If you work kind of hard, a couple doors open for you. If you don't work at all, then one door opens up for mm -hmm. you. You said that's how you were raised, right? Yeah. A's well, and B's. Uh -huh. A's and B's get you through multiple doors. All doors open. C's and D's get you like maybe one one or two doors open. Mm -hmm. F's, one door. Gen X, for us, F was not a freaking option. Oh, no, no. You didn't have any doors if uh -uh. you got a D or an F. Uh -uh. I mean, if you were at a D, that I means you were on your way that. to your F. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. It was, 
<clears throat> was a really big deal, like huge a huge deal. deal. But it wasn't like, you know, now if you have a child that's mid-semester, if mm-hmm. their grades gone down, you know, even a little bit, you get the email, you get this and that and stuff. We right. just had to just like do it and pray, <laughs> pray for the... <laughs> You know what I mean? And then yes. take home the report take card the report that day. Card. They had no idea until then. Try to find an ink pen that matches. <laughs> or find somebody that had a typewriter that could maybe, yeah. Yes. Exactly. I said oh, typewriter. My, That's my right. thing was when they, for high school, when they called out, um, today your student got their report card. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so I was okay in high school, like. I was okay. I hit my prime way too early, like in sophomore year. And then from sophomore year, I kind of went downhill. When you found boys. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. No, sophomore year was when I found boys. (laughs) Anyways. But anyways, no, I'm kidding about that. It's freshman year. But anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) I'm sorry. Definitely my senior year, when there was that phone call... Oh my god, I was scared. Like we'd be in the middle of eating dinner. Oh no. And all of a sudden my dad would like that that phone call would ring. Yeah. And automated message. Oh no, really? Oh yeah. I don't think we had that. And then, we didn't, no, no, we didn't have that. And then That's they also awful. said because my parent my dad signed up for <laughs> of the text messages. Ooh, yeah. So if I didn't get to the phone on time, he got that text message and he was like Where's your report cards, Ugh. honey? It was always siblings that screwed us. You come home from school, you're trying to hide it. Maybe you can get through the day. Maybe you can get through the night until the next day, and then a sibling pops up. I got my report card Bratty today! little sister. Yeah. <laughs> look, look. It was my older brother. He always got the A's and B's. So, of course, he wanted to show that off. And Oh, well, where's your report card? Yeah, yeah. I think it's in my backpack. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Remember the backpacks? That's a big difference. The backpacks that we carried in yes. high school and then college too. But like the books, the sheer weight of all of the books that I know. I, that we would carry throughout the day yes. in high school and in college. But my my oldest is old school, and she carries all of her books in her backpack. She won't use her locker, and she says that it's just too far away. I can't get to there in between classes. Well, I think and that's how I wasn't. I brought. All of my books home because I had homework in every damn class. Every day. Yes. Every day. Well, I remember. Is your daughter in high school yet? Or? Yes, freshman. Okay. Yes, I'm old. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> but no. junior, so. Okay, okay. Shut, shut oh, up. oh, Samantha would be. Samantha was like, Sky, I turn 18 this year. Sky, I graduate oh, wow. next year. I was like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've known each other quite a while, haven't we? Five years for me, at least. Yeah. Because when I met you, you Samantha was biting you, and you came to work, and you had bite marks. That was, like, right after I met you. That's true. And, and you were like, <laughs> I was like, what? And you were like, look at this. My sister bit me. I'm like, oh, is she a baby? And you were like, no, no she's 13. And I was like, I was like what? And I was like, bite her back, Sky. <laughs> Sorry, Samantha, when you listen to this, I love you very much, but the biting was weird to me. Sorry. We love you. I remember whenever Sam would come into the pizza place where we all work and mm-hmm. she would just stay all day. Yeah. But uh, back whenever we were in high school, it was not an option not to go to college. Mm-hmm. 
All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back whenever we're back, or when we're going to start talking vocational technology. And I say that because my eldest didn't know what Votech meant. And <laughs> we're going to be talking about college right after this. And we're back to two X's and a fucking millennial. Okay, Sky, so many programs in the 90s. I don't know if we still have them now or not, but they were geared to either get the hell out of school and go to the workforce, mm -hmm. or this is going to get you to college right away. Right. Because, like, when I was a senior, I took COE, which was I went to school half a day, and then I went to work the other half of the day. And my job at that time, probably a big shocker, I was on the radio. I worked at uh, KDY, and I was <laughs> – I actually went on the – got the job when I was, like, 15. Yeah, I actually got my Class F radio operator's license Sweet. when I turned 16. And then in uh, my senior year, I was able to take COE, and I worked from actually 6 to midnight. Monday through Friday, I had the night shift. And then I went to school, zero hour, first hour – second and third and then i had lunch which was basically the end of my day yeah even though i never showed up for zero hour. <laughs> i was just sitting here thinking what the fuck is a zero it's hour? zero hours the hour before school so like um i was in band too marching band you know you see we all always practiced before school mm. and i had to quit marching band to be able to take zero hour mm. which, i gotcha yeah i got I got chewed out by Mr. Bird for, <laughs> for Mr. Leaving. Bird chewed everybody out for leaving. He was so mean about it. He was. He was. I was just in a stupid middle school trombone player, and he was real <laughs> mean to me. And I was like, I just want to be in choir. He was like, Whoa. He was. He was an awesome band director for yeah. me, though. But yeah. yeah, he chewed me out for leaving band in my senior year, and I said, I just want to go half day, man. Yeah. I knew <laughs> but, a lot of kids that went half day. Yeah. Like to all different kinds of jobs, though. It wasn't necessarily like anything specific. No. If I remember right. Like as some people were doing like, job. yeah, some people were doing like nurses' aides sort of training. Mm -hmm. I remember there was a lot of that, like that they would go to NHC, whatever it was then. And yeah. You'd, but like my best friend, like she worked at Dairy Queen and like she would, yeah. you know, she just. Worked the half day. I worked six to midnight. I didn't even work. You didn't the, even work the school hours. The school hours, yeah. like I was supposed to. Yeah. But I was still working every day, and it was obviously looking back a program for kids who were going directly to the workforce. Right. Right. And that was all part of the thought process of get out of school mm -hmm. and get away from the ones who are actually trying to work toward college. Mm -hmm. I think at the high school that we all went to, they still have that program along with early graduation, early. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you had your credits and good GPA, mm -hmm. if you wanted to start your college career, you could go ahead, right. graduate early. And then there was another one where you were still, you were still in high school, but early degree program. And that's where you went to our local college branch. Yeah. And you, you did high school. You had, you had to come back for like maybe Dual enrollment, basically. Dual enrollment, yes, that's oh, yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Enrolled in high school, and at the same time, you're enrolled and in you college. Can, mm -hmm. And you can get your associate's degree while you were in high school. So yeah. that way, when you graduated Smart. high school, you had your not just your high school degree, but your, also mm -hmm. your associate's. So that way, when you were applying for other colleges, all you had to go was straight to the four-year degree. Right, like the specializing 
it is smart and it seems like it's a great idea, but I, that seems that's to put a lot. a lot on a teenager. That's a lot, yeah. I mean, my oldest, I'm sure that's what she's planning on working toward, is trying to get some of these college credits out of the way while she's still in high school. Mm -hmm. But how much socializing time does that leave left? We have so many students who just, I can't take it. It's too much. Yeah. And they, the socializing is also too much for them Mm -hmm. a lot of times. And that was, I mean, I don't remember, I mean, I socialized, but it was through, like, I was always doing something like with choir or oral and terp or like practices or Mm -hmm. whatever. And I don't really ever really remember being home much, but I always remember having a lot of homework and I did take the classes where you could get the college, you know, the college credit. I took two or three of them my senior year and it was good not to have to take them at UO because it was out of state. Did you have a part-time job at the same Uh time? I worked at Pizza Hut, baby. (laughs) Yeah. See, I can't imagine Today's so, yeah, kids my, my having that kind of do it. that kind of workload and having a job at the same time. I, so and I got into like every college I like applied to. Yeah, but college wasn't for me. So see, that shows right. you that like the path that seemed like that would be automatically the path for me to do with yeah. grades and things like that, and what I wanted to do in life. When that didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. It was devastating because there weren't options presented. You know what I mean? Like kind of like when we're in high school and, you know, college is your only option. Right. If not. So it was it was hard because you just felt like, oh, my God, I failed at the one thing I'm supposed to do. Kind of. Did you go straight from high school graduation to Oregon? The summer. Yeah. Oh, so like you're 18 and freshman college. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't. Um, I wound up working in radio for a few years before I decided to go to college. I think that's smart. It didn't work out, though. I mean, whenever I met with the college advisor, they were like, what do you want to do? I was like, honestly, I'm interested in history. I'm interested in people, anthropology, Mm -hmm. archaeology. That's kind of where I want to go. I enrolled in that direction Mm -hmm. and didn't make it very far at all before what are you gonna do with that you know exactly my parents were very like expected a lot yeah which parents do you have parents who are professionals uh my dad is yeah 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 but and my mom taught but they both grew up in families that didn't have professionals so Mm -hmm. it wasn't really that they just expected me to do it all right like no a minuses like Mm -hmm. so it was rough but you know you think you you get through that and you you do well with all that then when you go to a different environment Mm -hmm. and you can't you know do that do it the same way and you don't succeed then it's rough you know you kind of have to find your way in a different pattern to where you need to be, which is which is fine because you know right. the journey is how you learn. But it's definitely uh, something that's made me think more about trade schools and people that I know that have gone directly into you know specialty schools like What's, welding and yeah, you know, just, a modern generation. People are talking these days. College is a waste of time and a waste of money. 
Oh, which, yeah. okay, education in general, never a waste. Right, right. But the traditional four-year schools, what I'm saying, right. that's the current feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Because the job market in the United States, we don't need any more professionals. No. It's flooded yeah. with college graduates. That can't find anything. Exactly. I've never been to trade school, but I believe both my parents have gone to, for separate reasons, have gone to a different trade school. Mm-hmm. When my mom was younger, she was like, she was really artsy at the time. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to go to a really good school. But because she didn't really enroll in time and she was only able to get into, I believe, like a smaller trade school, mm-hmm. she took that way. And she got her like her degree in, I believe it was commercial art. Yeah. And she hasn't actually used it. Where, I have lots of friends in that same boat. Right. Where my dad, he went to a different type of trade school where he went and he was learning for welding and he made some good money doing that. Definitely. Uh-huh. But he's always, like, you know, wanted his college degree. Mm-hmm. And when he was in his 50s, he actually has his associates in, I believe, engineering and one other thing. And then I think I believe he's actually wanting to go back to school and get a bachelor's degree. So that way he can run his small business more efficiently. Right. Sometimes I think that we give the option of education to humans at too young of an age to appreciate it. It seems I know my grandma, um, she was a housewife all of her life. And then she decided after her kids were grown, she was going to be a teacher. She got went back to college, became a teacher and taught until she retired again, basically. When you're 19, 18, 19, you have no idea what you're going to do with your life. You're just enrolling in college just because you're supposed to. It's blind. You're going in blind, even with all of the advisors and all of the, like, degree plans and everything. You're still really going in blind because you have no idea if you really want to do this or not. Which, exactly. I am actually grateful for my parents because they were like, what do you want to do with your life, Sky? And I was like, "I, I don't know. Go for a business degree because that will help you get more doors open than just a general's associates. True. Which I still didn't. I still do not have that degree. I'm still <laughs> trying to work for it. You I get s- there. You I get say there. you should take whether or not it's the degree or not. Just take the business classes that you need to help you understand the things you'll need to know when you have your own business. In order for me to do that, I have to pass certain classes that I fail <laughs> and yeah. I have to retake. Because that's one more thing is. I did poorly on my ACT test when they were still free down where we live. Like, I know that there was one week in our school year where sophomore years took the FOTAB, junior years took an ACT, and then it was a senior cheat day, like a free day where they didn't have to come back. They didn't have to come to school. That's where I was. (laughs) Every day of my senior year was a senior free day. (laughs) You can ask Ron Estes. (laughs) <laughs> I have two people in my family who are a perfect example whenever we're talking about the college and the uh, the trade school route. Uh, my wife, Amanda, as soon as she got out of high school, she went to OCC. And like I was just mentioning, that's in Joplin. And it's Christian College. And she was there for a year. She came back um, and then went to MSU for a teaching degree. She wanted to be a teacher. So she went through and got her bachelor's in elementary education. 
Instead of actually getting a job, though, as a teacher, she stayed where she had been in her job uh, in healthcare during college. You know, this is like, this is the job I'm working while I'm going to college. And instead of getting a teaching, she then decided, you know, I want to be a nurse. So she went back to college, mm -hmm. another full bachelor's in nursing. And now she's thinking, okay, what about uh, teaching nursing? Oh, that's mm -hmm. a good idea. But that's like 10 years of Ooh. education Ooh. that she has already yeah. done, you know? Yeah. Meanwhile, my nephew graduated high school. Knew he wanted to be a mechanic. His dad was a mechanic. He loves cars. He, as soon as he turned 16, that's all he ever did was piddle and play with cars. Okay. He uh, went to a trade school up around St. Louis, was there for a year, came back, and immediately got hired on in a very high-paying job to uh, in a service uh, for a dealership. Mm -hmm. And... After working there for, I don't even know if he worked there a year, he was manager of the service department. And now he's like an executive. <laughs> so it was Two a fast years out moving. Of, yeah. That's awesome. And uh, I mean, they're both getting paid very well. And they both uh, raising families. They're both going to work every day. But uh, one just took the trade school route and one took the traditional college route. What if what if all of that was free? It wouldn't be as bad of a... Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't... Because it's hard to say that, oh, I wasted this... Because you did get educated. Yes, but yes. it is a waste if you need to use it first, if you need that to be what helps you survive. And right. take care of yourself and your family. I looked out in that um, I didn't need education. Just I had a really strong work ethic. I tried to explain to my daughters that their mom and I completely different paths to kind of the same goal line. Um, whereas I didn't go into any further schooling. Instead, I got a job. I worked hard. Every single job I had, I put all my effort into. I ran my own business once. I was a musician on the road all the time and um, met people, had friends, and when they, those friends saw my work ethic, they uh, recruited me, <laughs> we'll put it that mm -hmm. way. And I was able to land in a job that I enjoy, you know, while she spent 10 years in college mm -hmm. to end up in the same space. A job that she enjoys. Yes. At this point. Well, I think it's great that you guys both got to that point because I think a lot of people maybe don't. All I know is that we have graduate after graduate for years and years going off to college without any kind of an idea of what they're going to do. Only an expectation of if I do this, it's all going to work out. All right, we're going to take a break. Whenever we come back, we'll be talking more to X's and a fucking millennial. All right, and we're back. Sky, um... Do you have any statistics of people who go to college versus trade schools? I have a few. So for the first uh, statistic search bar I looked up, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's from financesonline.com. And this is from seven days ago. This is evident in a December 2020 survey showing 57% 
of college students agreeing that higher education was no longer worth the cost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then another page um, from NGPF.org mm-hmm. was, with college commonly touted as the sole path to professional success, it's no wonder that just under 16% of surveyed high school graduates enrolled in a trade school. I cannot say that. So 16%. Just under 16%. Went to a trade school versus a college. Precisely. So this, the thought process is still there. I need to go to a, right, right. a university. That's kind of disheartening. It is. That's current? I believe that's current. I will. No, I'm, I'm just kind of oh. sad about it. You did Not mention. You, right. You did mention when we were on break that um, there was someone saying that if you go to a trade school, it limits your career possibilities which yeah okay i understand that let's say you go to a cooking school to be a culinary expert you're not going to get a job as a therapist because you went to the culinary school exactly you you decide you want to work business finance the culinary school is not not going to be something that gets you you know because a lot of jobs just want a degree yes which i think in anything which i think is bs exactly (laughs) like i mean i really think that is total complete and total bs but Mm -hmm. it kind of proves the point well i mean in a way as uh from an employer standpoint it weeds people out and narrows a focus that's valid that yeah I, I truly think that uh, if even if you don't have the degree, if you send a resume and actually meet someone face-to-face, they'll listen to you. Yes. You know, if you're professional enough. Yes. they just trying to weed people out. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I read somewhere that mechanics don't need to go to trade school or any kind of school like that. They have Google, and there you go. <laughs> Now, I'm not saying that for, like, professional <laughs> mechanics, but sometimes yeah. when people are working on their cars. There's YouTube. That's YouTube. what I do. I have a friend that went My to. My dad does YouTube, too, so. Well, I have a friend whose husband went to the specialized Harley-Davidson school mm-hmm. to be able to work just strictly on Harleys. Right. <clears throat> and, you know, you always have a job doing it. There just has to be a Harley exactly. place. So, yeah. you know, they would move around occasionally to different spots that had it but when they did have one you know he was assured a pretty high yeah because it's so special uh it's specialized so yeah. then what would have mm-hmm. happened if harley was like we're no longer we're going to bankrupt we're no longer going to produce harleys mm-hmm. he'd, yeah right. he'd get a yeah he'd get a regular mechanic job probably well i say take his way through it there you go i say yeah right but then again Ford no longer makes anything but trucks and Mustangs. And I thought that would be, you know, the end of the world. If <laughs> Times they are a-changing. The times they are a-changing. They are a-changing. You know, I was telling Joe um, last night, actually, he and I were talking about careers. And they've always said, I've always heard, you have three major careers, different careers mm-hmm. in your lifespan. Do you find that to be true still? I don't know, but I really like the idea of it. I know that I've had three <clears throat> extremely uh, different careers already in my life. I was a musician. I was in radio for over a decade. And then a uh, pizza place, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's like such a weird, weird... Uh, I, I mean, went from being a radio star to a musician to a, musician, to a pizza place. In my mind, it should have been pizza place... 
Music star and hey, then I did radio. It backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Dyslexic. <laughs> no. Have you have you had three? I mean, not three really different ones. Right. I mean, I was a stay at home mom. That was different that, for a yeah, while. That, that was crazy. So yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I know it's a job. If if you do like all the math and for it, um, oh, believe me, I know <laughs> that that's like a full time job. There, like, I am repeating my second favorite podcast, Two Hot Takes. Mm-hmm. Um, the host is like a stay at home moms should be making. It was like a, a million job. dollars a year. Basically, yeah. sign me up. <laughs> I am telling you, it was. I went from working like sixty hour weeks to being mm. a stay at home mom. Yeah, and so it was just like. But I mean, it was it it was great. It was still a sixty hour week. Well, it was more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a sixty hour week of people listening to what I had to say and doing oh. what I needed them to do to having an to a sixty hour week shit. of a but, kid ignoring yeah. you yes. <laughs> for for five years, really, till I went back to work, and then I worked in an awesome deli in uh, Kirkwood mm-hmm. um, for. Like three or four years before I moved back down here and became yeah. the pizza again. But I've also done photography the whole time, and that's a whole different job, mm. too. So I guess I've already had three as well. We've never plugged your photography. Mm. What's your Instagram account? Um, I don't have one currently, but I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Sky, get on her making her an Instagram account. <laughs> I would have it. Ex- well, I'm, I'm a little, I need some new equipment. For mm. if I'm gonna start doing it for money, we're not gonna gotcha. We're not gonna give out your personal. No, as soon as I have the equipment for it, we will definitely we'll plug it again. Right. I had a friend who was a photographer. Um, actually, uh, did some band photos and stuff like that for us one time. Uh, he uh, <laughs> he followed Obama. Yeah, whenever Obama was uh, on the campaign trail mm-hmm. and done some photojournalism all over the globe. Photojournalism is so cool. Very. I talked to him about cameras one time because, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, this guy's it's his, it's his lifeblood. And I said, what kind of camera do you use? What do you suggest? He said, anything that's in your hand. Really, it's just a tool that you yeah, use. it's so different now, and it's just like when I do a photo shoot just with my iPhone, mm-hmm. and it felt so weird because I used to do them with film, right? Eight thousand years ago, and I would have to carry <laughs> one camera with black and white film because I like to shoot both and one with color, and it was like like mm-hmm. I'd be walking around. Listen, Polaroid is coming back. The mm-hmm. camera with like the instant. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Willow back. has one. Um, my youngest asked for a Polaroid for her birthday. Willow got one for Christmas last year. Really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Or the year before last? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about investing in a Polaroid. Do it. You have to think about old school formats occasionally, like physical <laughs> copies of pictures, mm-hmm. because it all you have Developing to do is get the locked pictures. out of one account, and you lose so much information. Oh, yeah. Another reason is my best friend mm-hmm. got me a book of like adventures book, and basically you go out with your best friend or friend group or whatever, you scratch off what the adventure is, you take a photo of it, you oh, put that's it in cool. that. You put it in the book, and then you write down what you guys did. Yeah, I've heard of that. I like that. It was kind of like a sex diary. <laughs> Chris! Yeah, yeah, that's just what I was thinking. Chris! <laughs> Anyways. I, I love how it went from, like, oh, like, the sentimental thing to sex diary. <laughs> just a sex diary, you know. 
I'm just thinking of the people. I have actually an, a, an original, what you call an OG Polaroid camera. Do you? It doesn't work. Like, yes, shake it, shake it, actually, shake it like Actually, you know a what? Picture. I haven't used it in years, and it did work at one point, so. So apparently Polaroid made a uh, made a, an official statement. You're not supposed to shake those. What? Yeah. You're not Whatever. To... It works better. Because, uh, yeah. And because it's very it's... satisfying also. Exactly. And you don't look at it it's until it's done. It's a tactile thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can handle suspense. We exactly. Like... But no uh, another gratification. Thing... <laughs> fucking <laughs> bold. Another reason I want a Polaroid camera is because, like, when I was in high school, I was jumping around. Oh, maybe I want to do this. Maybe one of them was actually photography, and I had actually asked my parents for like a nice camera. For you take nice pictures. You used to take. I remember when I first met you. You used to take a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like them. You know, and then I just I want to travel and be able to take photos. Oh yeah, there's nothing better than that. I can attest to that. It's yeah. awesome. That's my favorite thing to do. But Sky, what would happen if you? I would back up. Back up with my actual phone camera or something. <laughs> you take nice pictures. That's a girl thing. Girls always <laughs> pictures, pictures, pictures. I swear it. Pictures like what? What do you mean? Okay, when I was in high school. You mean taking pictures? Yes, constantly taking pictures. Before uh, before cell phones, before camera phones and everything like that, you never saw guys rolling around with Well, that's cameras. fair. That's a good point. That's a, yeah, guys the never girls, took pictures. No. And Very true. Um, recently an ex-girlfriend of mine, we're still friends. She sent me a picture, uh, that she had found in an old shoebox of, of me playing Which on is stage where we when I was like 16. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I was just thinking, I have absolutely no pictures from whenever yeah. I was at it. Cause I never took pictures. Oh, I had, yeah, I had a lot. I had a lot of pictures and they lived in my parents' house until... I mean, I still had a box to go through as recently as five years ago, but I think it's all gone now. Oh. But I had pictures and notes and mixtapes. Well, not, not like the ones that not folded past high school. I was about to say all the ones that folded up into ten million different triangles and no. you never could unwrap them. No, did you ever do that, Sky? What What was it? Fold notes in weird ways that guys couldn't open. <laughs> no. I'm very spatially challenged, so I was never very good at that. But I know what you're talking about. It's like origami. Mine would just be like, mine would just end up just, I'd like crumple it up. Just like, here it is. (laughs) Nobody can read it. Even though I was not the brightest or smartest kid in the class, I was actually actually a very well-mannered student. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd always listen. Now, would I like pay attention? I'd doodle. Well, yeah, everybody uh, does. Yeah, I doodle and then take my notes. Doodle, uh, like I just remember my parents telling, no, my teacher telling my parents one year. Sky looks really bored in this class. <laughs> I think she may need to go to a higher, a higher class. And I'm just like, no, because I didn't have the grade to go to that higher <laughs> class. <laughs> Just bored in general. It's not your class. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I was the only class that I was probably not bored in was choir, mm-hmm. theater, and band. Yeah. And I wish I took theater like my freshman year. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole nother story. What I think is becoming more and more of a common thing is noticing that in kids and setting them off on a direction. Like, 
okay, they're enjoying the arts. Mm. Let's get them started in more and more arts mm -hmm. and send them that way. Mm -hmm. That way they can actually thrive in their education. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's pretty cool. That's what they do in, in Europe with high school kids. Like they send mm -hmm. them, they call them, or at least in Denmark, they call them the lines. The, I guess they it would be education lines. And it's basically like language or math type mm -hmm. of, like when they're younger, they, they test and choose and mm -hmm. talk to them and decide. And they're on it and, you know, they get their general education, but it does like lead them directly to the stuff that they have already excelled at, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not always going to be something, it's not always going to be doctor or lawyer. Right, right. And it's not always going to be right the first time, you know, True. but it's still like seeing where kids thrive instead of just sending them somewhere that's just, that they're going to hate because they don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, haters going to hate, man. Exactly. Did I sound pretty, like, pretty modern when I said that? <laughs> yes, ish, you did. Ish, thank you. Like the past 20 hey, years modern. Bruh. Bruh. Haters gonna hate, bruh. I think it's amazing some of the high school classes that are being taught right now. Um, a friend of mine, his son is in high school and had a full semester of guitar. So cool. I would have given anything to do that in high school. That would be awesome. A full semester? Here? No, not Oh, I was going to say what? No, it's actually in uh, Jackson, Missouri. Oh. Cape Girardeau, Jackson area. That's pretty oh. sweet. Well, I remember mm -hmm. middle school when they were like, all the high schools were like, come to our high school. Come to our high school. Because I didn't go to uh, the main middle school here. I mm -hmm. went to like one of the rural schools. And one of the high schools that was like we want you to come is dora and mm -hmm. they didn't necessarily have like a band or a choir but they had a, they had a guitar keyboard class because their school was so small that they couldn't afford to have a marching band or a choir no they have no, sports it's just like the but when they were like trying to pull us in i had told one of my friends in middle school that this is why i'm going to west plains because west plains had in my opinion had the better music option at the better at the time mm -hmm. Which when Samantha going to a different completely a completely different school, I'm like, I kinda wish I went there. Right. Because they do more stuff with like the band and I'm like, ah, whatever, it's fine. But no, I had said, um, I'm going to West Plains for music. I'm if I was to go to Dora, it would be for sports, and if I was going to Willow, it was for academics because of how Willow sets up their academic That's a good way deal. to break it down. Yeah. In my opinion, Willow gets you, the way that they set up their class is more ready for um, okay. for college. Because so you chose the one you went to for the arts, but whenever it came to college, you didn't follow through on the arts. I know, but also my parents were like, Scott, you have to kind of think realistically. I wonder if it's now that you have to actually pay the money, you have to think realistically. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what it is. And so, mm -hmm. but we had thought at the time that West Plains was like the better of the well, music. It's the room. bigger. Well, it's the bigger. Yeah. Choir's definitely the better of Hell Willow. Yeah, and... it is. Definitely. You know how old our choir director is? I do. I do. I had her for I many don't. years. Yes. Not only, not only was she a teacher, in, but she was like a teacher in my mom's. Mm -hmm. She had, and she's one of the best teachers I've ever met. Even though she hated me, <laughs> she's 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 
crazy, but she's mm-hmm. really good at what she does. She, uh, she has mellowed a lot yeah. since the, our day. I will say that, that. The fact that she had uh, taught um, her late mm-hmm. teaching partner mm-hmm. is kind of also crazy, too. Cause I know. Yeah. She's been a teacher that long. Rest in peace, Mr. Hall. Yes. His, I had him his first year teaching. was I was in fifth grade, and I had him for music class. Mm-hmm. That's how old I am, bitches. <laughs> See, the first time I met Mr. Hall was my seventh grade year during mm-hmm. the whole, all the schools did that um, big concert and like they went to the different schools. I don't mm-hmm. know if you, I forgot. I think they still do that. Yeah. I, it's kind of cool. Like that was the kind of first time I was introduced to him. He was, he was also phenomenal and yeah, I kind of missed was. him. Well. And our, the current, and his son's actually mm-hmm. his, um, is has been like I don't want to say his replacement because no, no well, one really has, can. But he has. Yeah, yeah, he has. He's doing a great job too. He is, but my daughter's teacher, <laughs> and very good from yeah. what I hear. Yeah, but he is very good. Mr. Hall was kind, the savior for me guy. because this dame hated me. <laughs> Mrs. Dame hated a lot of people at a lot of different points. <laughs> but yeah, so he saved me from music. <laughs> <laughs> But no. Hell of a guy, that Mr. Hall. Mm-hmm. I also liked Miss Mrs. Dame, even though she scared me. <laughs> she she absolutely scared me, and I think she knew that I was scared of her. But also, it was like I know what she's trying to accomplish. Good teachers are hard to find. Do you remember one specific teacher that stands out to you in your uh, schooling years? I think I think with my sister and I, we can both say Miss Dixon. Really? She, she was our English teacher in both in Richards. Mm-hmm. And she was one of those teachers that's like, she was really, you know, focused on education. And education was like her thing. Yeah. And like making sure that we did our best, but not being like, good job, guys. Like, she would be like, guys, come on, focus. Right. You need, guys. And she would, like, do some, like, little competitions. Like, whichever grade got, like, the better test scores or, um, I know that's going to sound horrible to other people. Like, what? <laughs> but no, um, like, just little competitions. And, like, whichever class, you know, got the highest, mm-hmm. you know, a movie day or something. You know, yeah. competitions something- were allowed when we high school so we understand right exactly (laughs) i had two teachers who actually kind of impacted me that i can remember and both were whenever i was in school in becker minnesota in my high school um i went to uh let's see freshman sophomore year in becker minnesota and cam anderson my band director was awesome absolutely awesome he was one of those guys you could go into his office at any point in time and he'd never kick you out you know you could tell him whatever and he'd listen even if he was too busy to listen and you know if he was with another kid you could go into one of the practice rooms and play his bass while 10 minutes later he'd come in to talk to you you know and then in the same school I had an English teacher who caught me out, called me out for being a class clown and said, okay, you are going to be in my next play production. 
<laughs> and he was the drama teacher. I didn't know it. But yeah, he like said, let's redirect your energy and get you on stage. <laughs> Smart. Like, very cool. That's very cool. What about you? Did you have any teacher that really stood out to you? Yeah, I had a teacher at, not at like traditional school, but at a program I went to in the summer in Springfield, mm -hmm. uh, Greg Swick, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. And it was probably between ages 11 and 14 for me, a couple classes a year with him. And he was a really big environmentalist. He was mm -hmm. a worldview, just, he. I don't know, he taught a lot of things that I hadn't been exposed to yet and he taught open your eyes a little open my eyes taught kindness taught mm -hmm. environmental awareness and just really the stuff that i was kind of leaning towards anyway it kind of gave me a path awesome. with that and he we still keep in touch and he's incredible he's a really cool guy i think he's retired now but we send our kids off to school to spend the majority of their lives with mm -hmm. teachers and then we pay teachers nothing absolutely nothing oh it makes me mad oh it, yeah it, it it pisses me off to no end all my teacher peeps we hear you yeah we're we mad and if it was a if it was a way to make money in education yeah no kidding <laughs> you know yeah no, i would be not. for it but there's just not it's it's a thankless job. Yeah. Which, you know, there's a lot of teachers who are quitting. You know, they don't need no longer want to teach. Be and I'm getting this from TikTok. Mm -hmm. And you get people who, teachers who are like, this is my last day because, you know, I, because there's also parents who are like, you know, very much, you can't teach, you can't tell my son this or you can't tell my daughter this. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Like, this isn't correct. And it's like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. I'm teaching. Oh, you can't punish my child. And it's like, yeah. And I think a lot of them too. Like I've heard a lot of teachers that don't want to teach anymore because they're of their safety. Safety. Yeah. Shooters, yes. school shooters. I mean, it's a yeah. huge. And like, are they willing to lay their life on the line for these kids where they're getting paid? No matter how much Absolutely they love nothing. these kids, yeah. where they're getting paid nothing and they've got kids at home that they yeah. have to raise. You know, it's it's a choice that they shouldn't have to have. And I think. Well, there was this one teacher who was shot by too. her six-year-old student. Are you serious? I'm being serious right wow. now. Hmm. And that's another thing is we need teachers to teach. But is the school board, is the state that going to fund the, the school to pay teachers more to give them? No, because... Like you guys says, it's a thankless job. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we need the education, but the school board's not going to do anything, mm -hmm. really. They're not going to protect our students or teachers. I'm so sorry. I have no idea what this is coming from. It's okay. I mean, that's been going on a long time. Whenever we were in high school, we heard about school shootings, but it was more of the inner city stuff that we heard. Yeah, it wasn't like somebody coming in doing a school shooting. It was like no. somebody shooting someone at school. Exactly. Like a, and, a specific person. And like it was always in a big was, city. And it was and usually gang-related. Gang and that's when they started putting metal detectors in, like, St. Louis high schools and inner city and, like, in the North and in North County and North City. Right. And stuff. But it's, it was, you know, nothing like nothing a whole different like today. situation than a school shooting. True. Basically. Which, when I was in eighth grade, and they were always 
like it seemed like almost every week a different school was having a school a mass school shooting. That's scary. That was the same the same year as the school shooting up in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. You know, the school was like, "Hey, who's all going to be here for because there was a rumor that there was going to be a school shooting at one of the rural schools the last day before Christmas break and basically the school was wanting to know who was all still going to attend the school the next day. We all raised our hands and they were like, you know, they put our safety first and was like, we're going to have our Christmas parties the day before the last day. And those that are, you know, feel safe to come to school, they can come to school. And then they decided, you know what, you know, for our children's safety and teachers, we're going to go ahead and our last day be this day. Yeah. I could go on and on about um, the differences in generations now and when we were younger as far as school shootings and gun violence, but I'm not going to because all I'm going to say is when we were in high school, people had guns in their truck and we never used them. No. No, everybody had a gun rack. Uh-huh. I mean, 75% of males had a gun rack. Exactly. Deer season, there was always a gun on that gun rack, you know. And nothing ever happened, but that's the difference. Different world, it it? is. Yeah, it's just changed. All right, last last thoughts. Yeah, real quick. Um, episode two, I made a mistake. Um, it was not episode one nineteen for Bonterre. It's one small town murder. I'm stuttering (laughs) for small town murders. It's episode one oh nine. Okay, gotcha. Anything, Heather? No, I have no idea what you're talking about about the episode, so I'll just <laughs> sign off there. All right. What are all our social accounts? Social accounts is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can email us at uh, 2GenX at gmail.com. If you have any complaints, feel free. <laughs> we won't read them. <laughs> no, we will not read them. We might email you back and ridicule you. <laughs> that might be fun. Yeah, we could maybe do if you that. Have any... We'll see. We'll see. Make it good. We'll see. If you have exactly. any creative criticism... We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. We if you have any it. constructive criticism, thank you. We don't want to hear that either. <laughs> God, I'm going. To, I'm going to have some some smartass be like, this this girl really didn't do good in high school. <laughs> I ended my high school 3.2 GPA. So there you go. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We raised her right. We did. She's getting grown up now. All right, guys. We will see you next week. All right. Good night. Bye.